What up, everybody? Episode 59 of the Rolling Rambling Podcast, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about mindset uh, and the similarities that we all have. I, If you just heard a little squeaky noise, that's me rolling around a little bit with the, with the wheels of my wheelchair. Um, I'm reading a book currently called Mindset by Carol Dweck, and by reading it, I'm listening to the audio. And uh, for those of you that aren't, uh, aware, I had making a commitment to myself that I would go at least the first three months of 2021 without reading a self-help book for uh, a number of different reasons. And uh, my friend uh, Carl, he recommended he was he's been on the podcast before, but he recommended that I read or listen to this book, and it talks about sort of growth and fixed mindsets and different just different examples. Of, of both and I it, it's interesting when someone shines a flashlight onto your your life or holds a mirror up of to to that type of thing you start to realize how fixed you are when you think you're a growth mindset and growth mindset type of individual now I do believe there's definite times where I've always wanted to learn and try new things and and take risks but I've definitely I don't I often wonder now, because they talk about people being risk adverse, like the fixed mindset is, is sort of risk adverse people. They have to be number one out of the gate. She even had an example that there was a a, th- um, a three-year-old uh, child that uh, their parents sung praises about, but after the three-year-old didn't get into an advanced preschool, they basically stopped looking at the kid the same way and praising him and and uh, I haven't listened to the rest of the story, but there were, you know, there's there's situations where, where you know, someone was supposed to get into a profession or do something or, or things of that nature, and they didn't succeed, so it completely changed their path, and they were seen as not as special after that, or a failure, or those types of things. And I think it's interesting that we have our life set so rigidly to these guidelines of other individuals. Like I think about that a lot with, with a disability and, and uh, I actually Carl and I talk about it a lot, getting, getting sort of put in this box, you know, these are, this is Steve, this is all the things you're good at. And don't step out of that box because you're not good at anything else. And, you know, if you try to step out of the box and change who people see you as, especially like longtime friends and things like that, they try and sort of metaphorically stuff you in that box because they're comfortable with you in there. Now, that's not the same as um, as being... Um, aware of your own skill set, and and being being somebody that how do I put this? It's, it's not the same as like being aware of your own skill set and being aware of what you're good at and staying in that lane is very important. I I have two minds in terms of the whole um, strengthening your weaknesses and. And, you know, because David Goggins, who's super hardcore, wants 
to like triple down your effort to to strengthen your weaknesses. And then Gary Vaynerchuk says, no, don't worry about your weaknesses. Uh, like, you know, tr double and triple down on your strengths and get better at your strengths. And I think there's a balance between both of those. But but being stuck in a box is not about being aware and just staying in your lane. It can be, but more or less it's based on people seeing you a certain way. Parents, long-time friends, different colleagues, seeing you a certain way and then not liking when you try and change and grow. And I think as a result, being somebody with a disability... Oftentimes, because I've worked really hard and I've tried a lot of different things, and they know I'm Mr. Self-Help, and I, I try and always improve and get better, because I, with what I lack with my disability, with the opportunity, with the, the physical ability, with the coordination in my hand, with some cognitive impairment based on cerebral palsy, I have to make up a lot of things with other skills. So trying to learn different techniques, reading a lot of different things, and applying them has allowed me to succeed to the, in my opinion, the the kind of marginal, minimal level that I have in comparison to what I feel like success should be on a on a job or success or like a job or career or like sort of fiscal level. And not saying that's that's a good thing that I believe those things, but I'm just saying that's how I feel. Uh, but what happens when I miss self help is a lot of people see me as somebody that they can always just take a run at. Can always tell you that you're doing something wrong. That you're, you're always very, you know, like you're, you're. I'm more open to criticism than most, because being somebody that wants to fix everything, I think just allows people, or they they believe that they're allowed to just sort of tell me how crappy I am, and as a result, I start to believe everything that someone says, all the failures that I've gone through, everything that I struggle with, and I keep having that as a belief system based on those things. So when I go and try something new, I want to be good at it right away instead of putting the time in and, and failing again. Because I'm not afraid of failure, but I feel like failure after failure after failure. I haven't had a lot of successes to the point where I can be like, wow, I'm super good at that and I feel really proud in comparison to how many failures I have. But it's in conjunction with how many times I've tried different things. I try a lot more stuff than most people. I had a friend of mine uh, a lady friend one time tell me, because uh, I said, like, I, I get rejected by, this was when, back when I was, um, you know, pre-COVID, and, and it seemed like I was, you know, I was in the dating scene and things like that, and most of you know that I had a previous relationship that was long-term, and I'm a long-term relationship kind of guy, but often what will happen is I will try and ask a girl out and get rejected a lot, and I said, you know, I just feel like I get rejected a ton and maybe it has something to do with the wheelchair or maybe you know this or that or or whatever and those are valid points but my friend she made a good point to me and she said you realize that you talk to more people in general like you you go and make new friendships that you talk to and you approach women like a lot more than a lot of other guys do so when you're approaching that many people your level of rejection goes up. Most people don't talk to someone or ask them out without being at least 100% sure. Like, or, you know, not 100% sure, but without being fairly certain that they're going to get a yes. Like, they just fear rejection. So you get more rejection because you take a lot more sort of, you know, at-bats, as they say. And I think that's something that's translated to a lot of different things in my life. And I have to look at that as a success because... That's something that, that is very apparent for me, but it's, 
even this book, giving all those previous examples, I always thought I was a growth mindset, growth mindset type of individual. But I'll give you an example. Uh, recently, I've been looking to upgrade my computer, and I wanted to like really have something kind of killer. I was going to buy a Mac. I was going to do all this stuff. And a friend of mine said, well, no, I can build you a computer uh, for, for a lot cheaper than you can buy one. I priced one out with the stuff that I wanted, and it was about going to be about, you know, a thousand bucks, and then plus a monitor, which is like 200 bucks. And anyway, um, a couple of my friends got together. They, they sort of, uh, one of them gave me a, a pretty awesome sort of already pre-built tower with some good, pre-built tower with some good RAM in it. And then I bought a new drive, and I, uh, I bought a new monitor, and uh, you know I got a keyboard with it. I got a mouse. I got, you know, I got a pretty awesome setup. And then, you know, but then there were hiccups along the way, like the power button just for whatever reason doesn't seem to work on the machine. And it turns out I can I can leave it on, and and the side of the the case is off, so I can turn it on if I need to, if power goes out, or if it needs to restart for any reason. But I just Put it, put it to sleep and uh, wiggle the mouse whenever I need to use it or touch the keyboard or whatever. And then I forgot to, that I needed the webcam and the webcam that I had didn't work and I was duct taping it to the top of the monitor and I, I sort of catastrophized the whole event and I was just like, I shouldn't have done this. I should have bought a pre-built unit. I should have done all of that stuff. And one of the things that I noticed was that that's very fixed mindset type of stuff, just being like, Oh my God, this hiccup of something that can be easily fixed, which it was over the next couple of days, the buddy that built it helped me and we figured everything out and, and, and whatnot. It took a little while and, you know, uh, I owed him a couple of, a couple of lunches out, those types of things. And, and we got it sorted, but I instantly went to, Oh my God, I shouldn't have done this. I should have spent the extra money and just bought a pre-built unit. But we also had to figure out set up and he had to help me move stuff around and we had to plug different things in and try different power bars and yada 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 like there was a lot to do and he had to help me out with a lot of stuff and you know now everything's working fine so I think it's great and wonderful and everything works but like sound didn't work zoom didn't work we figured all of that stuff out but yet I, I went to the instant level of this is a disaster and I shouldn't have done it this way I should have bought a new unit Blah, blah, blah. And now it's all sorted out and things will work great. But for for like a day or for 24, I just didn't sleep very well. And I was worried about a lot of stuff because of work and because of this and blah, blah, blah. And so there's lots of instances where I have that fixed mindset over that growth mindset. And I think a lot of my growth mindset stuff is to fight that fixed mindset. And I wonder sometimes, I, I it's... The one thing about the podcast is there's always not not any room for for feedback or conversation. So I, I, I wonder what people are thinking sometimes when they listen to this. But, but think about a time when you've come up against challenges. Do, do you love them? Do, you ex, do they excite you? Do they not always excite you? Do they make you scared but you do it anyway? Like, how do you approach those things? Because I think there's a, there's a balance towards... You know, you have to be fixed in some ways, but growth in others in terms of, of, of knowing your own strengths, right? Um, and maybe she'll get into different detail of different things in the book, but I think it's, 
it's really opened my eyes in terms of, okay, am I being a fixed mindset person or a growth mindset person? And the other thing I also ask myself in that is, am I okay being a fixed mindset person in this? Right? Like, I don't want to change. I don't want to be malleable. I don't, you know, but, but I think she's, you know, really focusing on fixed mindset in terms of being successful out of the gate and, and not, not wanting any failure at all. So therefore not trying those types of, of things. But I think there's, there's, you know, it's sort of holding that mirror up to me and making me look at myself and putting a flashlight on things that, that I, I thought were different. So it's a really cool book. Again, it's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Uh, and it just, it makes you think. And I, you know, and I haven't had a book like that in a long time make me sort of think a lot about how I've done things in life. Like I, I, I learn information and I read Gary Vaynerchuk's books or Tony Robbins books. And I, I apply all the techniques and I do the things and I make the improvements and I go to the unleash the power within and I try all this new stuff and I change things. But this book invoked my curiosity of me as an individual. It's really, really, really neat. And so now I have to, every time I do something and every time I react negatively to something, am I being a fixed mindset type of person or am I being a growth mindset type of person? And the other thing that was became a glaring reality to me through the whole computer fiasco and whatnot is that... Being somebody with a disability kind of forces you to be a bit more of a fixed mindset because, like, even with all this computer stuff, even if I had, a bought, a, had bought a new unit or or whatever, there's I can't um, always crawl under. I can do I can do a lot of things. Like, I have some pretty good mobility, but there I can't lift a tower and drag it up to my apartment and, and all those things. I have to rely on other people to do a lot of stuff. So I can't fully have independence. Like I, I wouldn't ever be able to, to, to go on vacation and have full autonomy where I can just be completely by myself. I have to rely on individuals. So therefore, I think that developed the, the ability to be extroverted. I'm, or maybe I was just lucky that I was extroverted at the same time. Um, but, but being somebody with disability, I sort of have to rely on a lot of people to do a lot of different things. And I think that's why often I get so protective of even if you move um, certain things, I get kind of upset. Like, it's interesting. I have, a, I have a bunch of different soap dispensers around my house. I always have because even pre-pandemic, I, I've always kind of had dirty hands uh, a lot of times because I push a wheelchair. So I wash my hands quite constantly. And I also, you know, use moisturizer because then they get dry and cracked. But, but I had this one sort of reusable plastic dispenser that, it spits out, makes the soap foamy, and I just like it, right? And, you know, my mom came over and, and dropped some laundry off and dropped some groceries off, and, and I, I couldn't find my soap dispenser. And I said, hey, Mom, did you take my soap dispenser? And she said, yeah, I was going to take it and fill it up. And I said, well, I have the, the soap, the, the, you know, the pomegranate-smelling soap to, to fill it up, but it's just, it's, it's underneath my sink, and she didn't know that. So I had to have a laugh because... You know, she's trying to help, but she took my favorite soap dispenser because I just was sort of too lazy to fill it up at the time. But, you know, there used to be previous times in the past where anybody would move a cup or they would do something like that, and I would have, a, like, an absolute flip-out. Well, mom's just being mom, and she's trying to help me, right? 
um, and I have to recognize that, but the reason why I freaked out so much is because it's a reflection of my lack of ability to do those things by myself or my lack of independence. So if somebody moves something to a place where I can't reach it, even if they're trying to help, and I need that thing, it's very, very difficult for me to deal with that type of stuff. Um, and so I think being somebody with a disability, like you're very protective of, of things, like where your stuff is or whatever, right? And it's all based on experience. But that doesn't mean that I can't be a growth mindset individual. I need to be able to let stuff go and grow more. And I don't know. I just ask you and everybody else around me to sort of look at where are things that you're fixed in. And are there times when you have a growth mindset and you're excited for challenges and excited for new stuff? Or would it be beneficial for you? This is a Tony Robbins type question. Would it be beneficial for you to like get excited about the challenge, get excited about the stack of work, you know, like when I'm applying for these jobs and doing all these different stuff, why do I have to get, ex why can't I get excited about the challenge instead of like, oh God, here's another challenge, I hope I figure it out, because if I don't figure it out, I'm a loser or something of that nature, right? Anyway, that's it for me rambling on today, and that's been episode 59 of the Rolling and Rambling podcast. Talk to you soon.